Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com, and welcome to our podcast interview. Today, our guest is Senator Tom Carper, the Delaware Democrat who chairs the Subcommittee on Federal Financial Management, Government Information, and International Security. Part of the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee, the Carper-led panel provides oversight on federal government information security matters. Senator, thank you for joining us. How secure are federal information networks and systems? We are targeted every day, not just by kids or pranksters out to see if they can uh, get into our uh, databases, personnel information, other sensitive information. We're uh, targeted by every day by criminal elements. We're targeted every day by sovereign nations. In some cases, they're trying to steal our plans for nuclear submarines or communication systems, radar systems, so that they can short-circuit their uh, time needed to develop the latest uh, weapon systems. Uh, it's happening every day. It's literally happening right now. They're coming after us, and uh, this is a serious, uh, serious matter. Very serious. Are you confident that our systems can protect us from them? Most of the time we do, but one of my uh, cardinal principles is to focus on, uh, on perfection in everything we do. If it, isn't, I say, if it isn't perfect, make it better. And as hard as, as we try to, to protect our sensitive information from kids or from criminal elements or from nations that wish us ill, we can do better. And they're always perfecting their skills and their ability to, to hack into our system. So we just have to continue to improve. What cybersecurity threats worry you the most? Two concerns. One is uh, I, I always worry about identity theft. And I worry about criminal elements uh, stealing people's identities and being able to uh, really damage on damage on their personal finances and also to undermine the stability of our financial institutions. And the other concern it deals with the threat posed by a sovereign nation. The Chinese are, uh, have developed quite a reputation for their efforts to try to uh, obtain our uh, information relating to weapon systems development. And also, I think if you look at the invasion of parts of Georgia by the Russians, they caused great calamity within the country of Georgia by their efforts to really interrupt the, uh, like the transmission of electricity and other, uh, other information in that nation. It really showed a, a new way to wage war, a very effective way to, to, uh, to cripple a nation and bring them to their knees, aside from the shots that were fired. When will you introduce a bill updating FISMA, the Federal Information Security Management Act? I want to introduce uh, the legislation by the spring. We could do it this month. We have a new administration coming into office, you know, senior leadership is being named, and we want to give them a chance to settle into the new positions. And as people uh, come before us that for uh, confirmable positions on issues that we have an interest in, we're asking to meet with those people and to be able to let them know of our interest and this particular issue, you know, cybersecurity, find out what uh, thoughts they have about cybersecurity, and then for us to use the confirmation process to reinforce our interest and to ask what, what they would like to do. And the idea is once they get settled in, we'll have an opportunity to clearly signal to the new team, the new leadership team coming in, that uh, this is something, is an area that uh, we've held hearings on, we've sought to uh, legislate on already, and we very much want to do that in, in, this, uh, in this new Congress with a new administration, but to do it uh, in a partnership, not our way or the highway, but in a real partnership. And, you know, we could introduce legislation this month, but I don't know that that would be reflective of the kind of partnership, better partnership that I'd prefer to be. And the idea is just to learn what's good about what we've proposed, what changes we may want to consider, and uh, what uh, m makes little sense in what we've proposed. FISMA was enacted in 2002. Did it do what it was intended to do? And what necessitates a change now? 
Our sense is that uh, too often we have uh, agencies who manage what we call paper compliance rather than really addressing the security of their networks. We want to go beyond paper compliance. We want to, uh, to extend the best of our ability, just ensure that our networks are more secure. How you do that? Yeah, I chair another subcommittee that deals with uh, safety of nuclear power plants. One of the things that the nuclear uh, industry does is force on force activities where teams of trained nuclear plant security personnel will take on the identity of a hostile uh, exterior force and literally attempt to take over a nuclear power plant to overcome the security systems and people in place to protect the nuclear power plant. We call that a force-on-force exercise. It happens frequently in our 100, uh, across the country, in our 100-plus nuclear power plants. What we have in mind is requiring Homeland Security to conduct similar, we call them red team, operational evaluations uh, against our own networks and use what we we think are uh, vulnerabilities, likely vulnerabilities, that bad guys and gals can exploit. Would these force-on-force exercises be written into the reform legislation? We think it should be part of the law. I think with nuclear power plants, I think it's part of uh, part of the law, and we think it makes sense to do it here too. What other provisions will be in the reform legislation? There's a, a council of uh, chief information officers. Among their concerns are security concerns. There's also a proposal called chief information security officers. We've talked to a number of them and heard from other folks who recommended to us that we create a, a council of chief information security officers where the folks within agencies who are responsible for security of their information systems meet on a regular basis, share ideas, actually share the, uh, the uh, information about the threats that they n- not only fear could occur, but actually are happening every day. What are the bad guys, what are the tactics that bad guys are using? Cross government in uh, in different agencies that we have to combat against. To second, to understand what some agencies are using to protect their sensitive information and what's working to deter the uh, the, the bad guys. So we have in, in mind a council of uh, chief information security officers who can share with one another what threats they're facing, how they're dealing with those threats, what's working, and what is not working. In nearly all agencies and departments, the chief information security officer reports to the chief information officer. Would that reporting structure remain in your bill? We believe the chain of command is as fine as it is. And why so? We just want to make sure that our chief information security officers are talking with one another, sharing information with each other, helping one another. What kind of metrics should be written into the legislation to assure government IT systems are secure? Let me just stay with the, the idea of the, uh, the, the, the metrics. We have different agencies. They have different ways of measuring, if you will, just how secure they are. And uh, if, if, if across the uh, government we're using different standards to be able to measure how secure that we're, that we're being, I don't know that's a smart approach. It may be impossible at, at the end of the day to have one standard of, of, of objectively measuring performance protecting our, our sensitive information. There, I think there's reason to believe we should move closer to that goal than further away. Are you looking to the private sector for ideas how best to measure IT security? As it turns out, uh, we've had, uh, in one of the hearings, we had some of those valuable testimony we had actually came from the private sector and making suggestions as to how uh, we could better protect our, our, our sensitive information. How else can FISMA be reformed to help ensure secure IT systems and networks? One other one deals with trying to figure out how to, to better use the government's purchasing power to improve security. Eric Hopkins, who's helped helps me with this issue, he once said to me that uh, roughly 10% of information technology costs are borne by the federal government. 
And I don't know that we use that enormous purchasing power to help us uh, obtain uh, commercial solutions that are, are more uh, secure or, or, or more, uh, more reliable. We ought to find a way to, to use that purchasing power. And, and I think there's reason to believe we don't. Will defining how to purchase secure IT products become part of the bill? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it has been, and it, it will be an element going forward. How much would information security reform cost taxpayers? I think nominal, but I think the, uh, the potential for saving, particularly if we can find a way to capitalize on our purchasing power to make our relations systems uh, more secure, that I think the potential is uh, more likely that we'll, we'll save some money. And it will pass this year? It's going to pass. The president's going to sign it in the Rose Garden on my birthday. We, we spent a good part of last year trying to, to learn uh, what needed to be done. I think we think I have a good idea. I see that spending the first part of this year getting to know the new uh, administration, the key players in the administration, and sort of getting their ideas and see what changes we ought to make in the legislation and then trying to move it. And not just move it through committee, but move it through the Senate and to, to partner with our friends in, in the, uh, the House. Sometimes we focus a whole lot on getting, uh, just getting something, something through the Senate without thinking about the executive branch or thinking, thinking about the House. And it's got to be... Uh, uh, we have to, to think of those two as well, the administration and our House colleagues. By working with the House and the Obama administration, Senator Carper is lining up his ducks to try to get FISMA reform passed this year. If that's the case, he won't get his wish of President Obama signing the legislation on his birthday. You see, the Senator's birthday is January 23rd. I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening. And please join us next time.